Hello, and welcome back to The Stars Made Me Do It. You've got Mimi here, Sierra here, Martha here. It's all three of us this time around. Um, And we're going to talk about Mercury in Scorpio, which means that it is Scorpio season as you're listening to this. How are you guys feeling about Scorpio season? Feeling spooky. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. I like when I don't know I feel like spooky season really hit me right before I went on my honeymoonish trip and I was like getting ready for it and then I was in Venice and it was warm and so Mm. I like I was in the mood and then I was like oh (laughs) this is a totally different (laughs) mood and then like by the end of the trip I was like in like the very like chilly mountains and I'm getting back in that mode but like I'm really I don't know, like there is something in the air and I'm maybe I'm like Capricorn mooning myself about it where I'm kind of like I'm already sad that it's going to be short. Like, I feel like I'm already like if you don't take advantage of the spooky season, the veil is thin vibes like you're going to miss it. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I feel like I feel a little bit. Like, and I'm also going to be in the U S which I'm excited, like to see all like the leaves and actually get to enjoy it. But I'm also going to be kind of like a tour guide for my friend. So am I going to be able to be that witchy self? So I'm like super excited and super like, if you don't grab it by the horns, you're going to miss it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You won't have time to decorate or anything. Maybe. I did get me some gourds finally though. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you, France, for finally putting out your goddamn gourds. Like there's no spooky section here, but I got some gourds. (laughs) And Mimi, how do you feel? Oh, I'm excited. Speaking of gourds, I'm like, I'm uh, experimenting with squash and like what squash to cook and stuff. And the other, like this week we did meal prep and I just did like this veggie bowl. And I did honey nut squash, which was so delicious. It was like a teeny tiny butternut squash. Anyway, it was adorable. It was delicious. And I feel like very autumnal in its flavor. And I feel like here in New York, you have to just embrace the three weeks of autumn before it just like gets gray and cold and wintry. So I'm just really loving watching the leaves turn and like literally watching as this ending or like as we move through the middle part of fall which is Scorpio season it's when everything really has gone through that transformation and it is like wilting away um and moving into like this hibernation mode which my Taurus moon is happy with (laughs) I love those posts on the internet right now that are like oh like pay attention while like the trees teach us how to let go or whatever that was witchy moms Mm. witchy moms it's like like what a great lesson to learn like as the leaves teach us how beautiful it is to let things go yes that was what I saw and I that hits every time and Mimi exactly what you said but I as we're recording this it's Libra season so I am antsy to see how Scorpio season is going to be lighting up my fourth house little transit 101 if you have no idea what that means like look at where in your chart even if you have no Scorpio placements look in your chart where Scorpio is because that's where the transiting sun is going to be moving through and kind of lighting up in your chart so for me it's the fourth I know Sierra for you it's the eighth or no no no, it's not the eighth at all it's the 11th 10th ish yeah and then for you Martha it's the sixth right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I find is really fun. Scorpio season is fun. Not fun. It's hard, but that's fun. <laughs> but we reframe it into fun. Yes. I don't exactly. remember 
I don't remember what it was exactly, but I was going through notes and I'm sure it's going to like come up when we get to that moment. But I was like, oh, wait, that hits. Like, I feel that like something about Scorpio Mercury really hit me. And then I was like, wait, where's Scorpio in my chart? And it's like the majority of it is in my 11th house. Mm. And it was like, I'm like, oh, do I do this with like my friend circles and everything? So I hope that I remember that moment when we come back yeah. to it because I was thinking like, I don't know, kind of like when we interviewed Mercury Virgo, I was having a lot of like hits and I kind of brought it to my Virgo ninth house because I've got so much of that Sag and that like the Virgo is really coming into play there. And I was relating a lot to that. And so I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't expect me, to, my, my only placement in Scorpio is, you know, the millennial placement of Pluto and Scorpio, but also in Placidus, my son's like in that 11th house, but the majority of my 11th house is filled with Scorpio. So I'm like, oh, okay. Like, let's see how this comes to play and where it shows up. So yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that. What you were saying, like thinking about where Scorpio was in your chart and seeing if you communicate in like a very scorpionic way in that place in your life. Cause I think it works really accurate for my chart. Cause I do like snap at people in the workplace when I need to. So that's really interesting. Ooh, that could like, yeah, about that communicating, like, or am I Scorpio like with my friends, large circles of friends and how I need to compartmentalize Mm -hmm. all my different circles. Yeah. Like you guys uh, can know about my witchy self. You guys can know about my badass archery self. You guys can know about like my playing with Barbies until I was way too old self, you know, like those type of things. It's interesting. I also love that for the 11th house being an audience. Okay. Shout out to our Patreon. Cause we're about to ramble after we record this episode and we're going to ramble about this. So if you actually want to hear us <laughs> talk about this, sign up for Patreon. Yes. Love it. Yes. Love it. Please. So moving on a quick Scorpio overview. If we just said, I'm very Scorpio about this, but you have no idea what Scorpio is. Scorpio is a water sign. It's fixed and it's an internal sign. And it's often known to be like the hider of the Zodiac or, you know, sort of the deep, intense sign of the Zodiac. Um, And then a quick Mercury overview. Mercury is the planet of communication. It's how we experience and receive information. It's how we translate that information in our minds. And it's how we communicate that information, uh, as well as how we learn, how we think. And I like to think of it as the inner monologue. It's like how you're constantly communicating to yourself and to others. I like that inner monologue. And also I'd love to know, since Martha, you are our Scorpio moon, like got that, like one of your top three in Scorpio Mm -hmm. and the three of us kind of started like chatting through this podcast right after Scorpio season. Like, I'd love to know, like, what would you say? Like quick describing like Scorpio energy, what would you say? Okay, it's funny because we always talk about me as the Scorpio placement, but Mimi is like the Scorpio stallium over there, basically. (laughs) (laughs) And it it just shows, this is the best example of what Scorpio energy is. The fact that Mimi's sitting over there not saying anything. She's like, no, I'm going to hide the fact that I'm the most Scorpio person. No. Well, you know, I was thinking about, because I think I listened to like one of the really old Scorpio episodes. I was on a real nostalgic run the other day. And we were talking about how Scorpio sons are like yelling that they're a Scorpio and Scorpio moons like 
they don't yell that they're a Scorpio. You know, they just say like, oh, I'm the real Scorpio because that's the true nature of Scorpio is hiding rather than like the shining the light. But also that's a really valid expression of Scorpio when it's the sun in Scorpio, because it's like, look at me, I'm shining the light on this intensity where the, whereas the moon is like, I'm going to hide in the middle of the night with my intensity. I really like that. That's a great, a great example because it isn't like, which is true Scorpio. It's like the sun expressing itself through Scorpio or the moon expressing itself through Scorpio. Yes. So I guess I, I answered the question without answering it by just being who I am. (laughs) True moon and Scorpio right there. (laughs) Deflect. Well, actually Mimi is more Scorpio. (laughs) There's your definition. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Scorpio has a desire to connect with all things intense and they often communicate with the more subliminal messaging, especially Scorpio Mercury's because that's the way they communicate and how they process things and their inner monologue is, you know, they can be very in tune and very intuitive and perceptive uh, with subliminal messaging and what's between the lines and like investigating core motives behind what people are doing or saying they have like a really um good way of i i like to think of scorpio mercury as like the telepathic communicator because when i have somebody who has like mercury in the eighth or like a lot of scorpio placements i'm like you don't need to have the words you don't have to have words with anybody you know what they're about to say you know what they're thinking i love that because i have my mercury square to my moon so i feel like i have i don't know i feel like that scorpio mm. energy is communicating with my mercury in some way but when i was a kid i used to always say oh yeah i knew that i know that person knows me or like oh i know that person <laughs> thinks i'm like attractive or something cuz you can just tell by looking at someone and i feel like that's the Scorpio energy, like understanding, just looking at someone, you see their eyes, look at you. You're like, yeah, I know exactly what you want to say. I used to be so much better at that as a child, but also just knowing things about somebody else without them even realizing you were looking. Mm, Yes. I like the idea of what we were talking about, which we can ramble more about this about like what part of your chart your Scorpio is in with the things that you maybe just know things about because I've got that full 11th house and I feel like with large circles of friends like I I mean that's something where it's just a intuitive I don't know like there's just something intuitive about it like that's something where I feel I don't know. I don't want to say like knowledgeable in, but like, it's not a, it's like, oh, well, how did you know that this would work with this? Or I don't know, like you could think of it as like making seating charts or something. It's like, well, I, I know these people haven't Ooh, met, but like, yeah. I know they're going to get along. Like I, I know that like, this would be a yeah, perfect person. Like, like six cents. Yeah. There's something about that with like large circles. Like I, I can feel that vibe out. No mm. problem. And yeah. I so, also think about the yeah. way that you like post on social media. It's always like, wow, I'm really feeling this. I'm feeling like I'm feeling connected to my thoughts and my, my feelings on, you know, this book that we're reading. I need to go mm-hmm. live right now. Like right now mm-hmm. is the right time to be doing that. Mm-hmm. And also yes. you literally share tarot readings like every day on <laughs> social media. <Yeah. laughs> Let's just go over that real quick. You're so right. Oh my God. Okay. So this is trying to find deeper meaning. (laughs) This is nothing to do with Scorpio Mercury, but I'm loving it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, it's like how you connect to Scorpio. Yeah. 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 And so it being the way that you like somebody with Mercury and Scorpio, that's their inner monologue. They're constantly thinking about every hidden layer, every meaning behind everything. Yeah. I really imagine a Scorpio Mercury, like dissecting every sentence someone's saying to them and really understanding like the power trip people, like the power that's in words, the way people Mm. can manipulate you and like assert their dominance over you with words because Scorpio is all about that power dynamic. And I, I just think of me the way I think about the way people communicate and it's, I, I'm sure it's just maximized for a Scorpio Mercury. Mm. Yeah. So this is where my existentialism comes in because I connect so much to my Mercury in, in the eighth house in Placidus because I just really connect to it and I feel it and I feel like <laughs> attuned to like that, I don't know, subliminal shit or like the real, like, I don't know, power struggle behind a lot of things or, or the power struggle that I create in my own mind. Um, so Wow. Yes. The power struggle you create in your own mind. I see a Scorpio Mercury being very tortured in that sense. Mm -hmm. Similar to like Pisces Mercury, where it's like your, your own undoing. I feel like Scorpio Mercury, if you just constantly keep like Scorpio, isn't really known to be an overthinker, but if you continue searching for deeper meaning, it flops into overthinking territory and overanalyzing territory, especially if you've got any Virgo placements that are sextile on that on a flip side of scorpio mercury i think a scorpio mercury would be very intelligent um i Mm -hmm. have a scorpio mercury in my life who doesn't want to be on the podcast which is very scorpio mercury who (laughs) is honestly the smartest person i've ever met my whole entire life like Mm. border not even borderline genius like actually genius (laughs) like and Mm. I think that comes from wanting to get to the bottom of topics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I always yeah. acquainted it to their air sun. And I assumed they had an air mercury, but no, it's that mercury in Scorpio that allows them to like actually get to the bottom of a topic. Yeah. I like that you said that, you know, it's almost like you're realizing like, wait, this person is a genius. And it's almost like it's not obvious because they don't want it to be obvious. Like their, their quest for information is on an investigative level. Like they're not trying to shout that they found the information. They're trying to sneak through finding all the information and have it all and like be ready with it if they need it, you know, like a, but like the deep dive. And I Mm -hmm. feel like they have a very good way of asking questions that don't make you feel like it's being intrusive, even if it's a pretty intrusive question, you know, like, <laughs> Shit, I feel like you're describing me. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So I'm, I'm being placidus Mimi is here. Um, <laughs> and for those of you who are jumping in and don't know what that means, there's like different systems that you can read an astrology yeah. chart. And like Mimi and I were placidus people. Martha has been whole sign. Mimi has flipped a whole sign and I'm, I've stayed well, placidus. I am fluid. And, I, and so now you're like, fluid. <laughs> If you think about it, I feel like the gender fluid, however, it is a house system fluid person of the group where I'm like, I can see, I can see both, you know, you know, so can I, I also see both. I just don't use it if I'm looking at other people's charts. Right. (laughs) I mean, you have to select one 
to do at first, you know? Yeah. Which is why Mimi's having a crisis over here. Because- <laughs> Constantly, <laughs> everyday crisis. Because I want to get down to the bottom of it. <laughs> what is the exact one? I'm like, maybe that's, maybe that's my answer. Yeah, anyway, but I, you were saying- I think, yeah, I think that that's kind of that Scorpio Mercury is, you know, having a very it's almost like if you think about like an undercover detective a secret whatever like they're in the bar just talking to somebody like oh yeah like what do you feel about like that you know murder that happened (laughs) at the school whatever it was you know and um and like they just have a way of getting the information that they want without it being like i'm in a detective suit with my detect with my magnifying (laughs) glass it's like undercover situation Yeah. yeah I'm thinking of an experience I had with a Scorpio Mercury this summer. <laughs> I didn't know they were a Scorpio Mercury at the time, but now I see it so much. Like they just randomly called me out on something so publicly and so harshly. And I was like, <gasps> oh, oh my God. Now I'm like, wow, I totally see how they have stingers sometimes. They just like don't have filters mm. at points. And they're just like, I need to say this. I'm going to say it. <laughs> to get to the bottom of what's happening here. That's the thing too, that like, remember Scorpio is the scorpion. Like they can be that super sneaky, subtle, but they've got the sting. Like they know exactly what, this is it. This was the thing, knowing exactly what to say that can hurt somebody Mm -hmm. and choosing like, I mean, I would say like, there is, it sounds so horrible of me to say, but this was like the hit that I had when I was like reading through this. I do know, like, I know exactly what to say that would put somebody like feeling like absolute shit. And I never, ever, ever, ever say it, but I totally know like within my groups of people, like within, Mm. like, I I know exactly what would say that would like shut that person up, hurt them. And it's like, I don't know why I have this information. Like, I don't know why I know that, but it's like, I could pick out the thing. And and that's something you us like using is- that portion as evidence if Sierra ever goes wild. <laughs> if I ever go wild. No, I know it. But that's yeah. something, too, where I feel like, again, we always, you know, like go through the evolved and unevolved, like unevolved Scorpio placements are whipping out the stinger whenever they can. And it's a defense mm. mechanism, you know, yeah. whereas like the evolved Scorpio placements are like, I know that I could sting them but like is it worth me to let them know that I have that power like I kind of like how you know what I mean like there's some sort of like subtlety that is also in Scorpio like uh I don't know like that hidden element obviously in Scorpio Mm. yeah I feel like they just understand the power behind words it's funny because when I go back to this moment when they called me out on this thing they were protecting someone they loved, but did it in a very, like, I understand how to hurt you. And it's Mm. by putting this on blast publicly. So I'm going to do it like this. And it before I was like, Oh, they're, they don't really stand up for themselves ever. And now I understand that was their like very passive aggressive slash aggressive way of standing up for themselves. (laughs) It was a, it was a misdirected standing up for themselves, like not misdirected, but like it was a deflected, like I'm putting somebody else down in order to stand up for me, as opposed to being like, I feel this. It's like, well, Martha, you, this, you know, like there's a different way. of And knowing they didn't need to get in a blow up fight, they could just say this one thing and it would be over. Mm, Yeah. 
like the kill shot, like Scorpio has the kill shot. Like they don't need to, at a point they're like, there's no negotiating that we need. Like I'm going to end it right now before it even begins. Yeah. Mm. This person who I'm speaking of is very passive in life. And I always thought they were very passive. And now I understand so differently that they're not at all. (laughs) They're just waiting for the perfect moment to like put that shot in. Wow. I see them so differently now having this conversation. Mm. Astrology is wild. It opens up all these different perspectives. It's so true. But moving on to a more positive kind of connotation of it. I think that this is also just a demonstration of how smart or how intelligent Oh, that yeah. Scorpio Mercury can be because they're so perceptive. They're so observant and they're so understanding of, you know, it's almost like an intuitive understanding of logical things, yes. you know, yes. because yeah. sometimes I think of Virgo and Scorpio as very, very similar to each other in the way that they like accept information. But with Scorpio, it's less about here's the analyzing of like the logical facts. It's more just like, I can feel that this is the information that's correct. Yeah. And it makes me like bringing it to tarot makes me feel like that's like the queen of, uh, swords. Very, yeah. Very queen of swords, even though it's air, you know, mm-hmm. but that's very like what I'm getting of like, but it's the intuitive intelligence. It's like yeah. the, I know the facts and I'm making the intuitive choice based on the facts, that yes. kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, not shitting on Scorpios at all, clearly, but oh no, of course just not. uh, I'm, we're yeah, I don't think Scorpio. standing up for your yeah, I don't think standing up for yourself is like negative, just saying that right now. No, but it is interesting how it's insightful in those ways, like where you know that's that's part of the whole Scorpio mystery is like up until this discussion moment, you kind of saw this person as being a passive person, but it's like, uh uh-uh, uh, they were in secret undercover investigator mode yeah. this whole time and chose to like slam the file down on the table at yeah. that moment. And you're like, whoa, you've been observing this whole time and I've been waiting for your moment, you know. So again, like Mimi said, it shows the intelligence, it shows like the this subtle ability to take in information, to come to conclusions, to use their intuitive powers <laughs> to kind of sift through the logic of things. Yeah. And, yeah I think they're so yeah. much smarter now. Like I thought they were <laughs> smart before and now I'm like, damn, they played yeah. me because I didn't even get it. <laughs> they played you. <laughs> Should I dive into a little bit of our buddy Isabel M. Hickey? Yeah. So Astrology, a Cosmic Science, our little textbook moment, quoting this book and what they have to say about Scorpio Mercury is that it is a quick and powerful placement. And I know we just kind of like, I think there's a slow burn as well Mm -hmm. there personally, but I do think that they have the ability to write then bam sting. So quick and powerful. Yeah. It's Mm. sort of the difference between Mars and Pluto. Yeah. Which are both rulers of Scorpio. I like that. I like Ooh. that. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I like had a delayed, like you had a little second wave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, she says that they are sharper than a two edged sword. So funny how I brought up the queen of swords just then yeah. intensely secretive. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a Scorpio placement, you're intensely secretive in some way. I mean, like Scorpio placements always have some sort of secret going on. If you've got a prominent Scorpio placement, like Pluto and Scorpio, our generation, like, I don't know 
how like what my thoughts are there but like I would say with it being Pluto it's you know we all feel it millennials we feel it but at the same time I'm talking more about like personal planets yeah personal planets you've always I mean like Scorpio Venus like I can think of Scorpio Venus examples of like you know holding on to information like to the death Mm -hmm. and any sort of like Scorpio placements got secrets going on I feel Um, like Gretchen Wieners is the perfect Mercury in Scorpio because her head is is so big because it's full (laughs) of secrets I love that I love that (laughs) it went over my head (laughs) I was like she's in in Scorpio (laughs) our girl Gretch oh my god also to quote this book quote hate to commit themselves to any positive statement so don't try to pin them down i, I don't freaking love that yeah i was I gonna say that. i don't know how they came to that exact moment but like it made me think you know like i don't understand to- so i love scorpio's journey especially like when it comes to like uh sun and scorpio mars and scorpio there's something about like taking action in that scorpionic way or like having drive or having motivation and movement i love that scorpio's journey is one of not forcing itself to live in the positive not forcing itself to Mm. live in the masculine energy it's here to embrace the secret it's here to embrace the power dynamics it's here to embrace the subliminal and the intuitive and the emotional and the difficult uh you know i think scorpio plays a huge role especially for us millennials who do have that long generational planet in scorpio it plays a really important role of getting into the psyche and understanding the psyche and, and the psyche is not a pretty place, you know? And so being able to understand it and not feeling so forced to be in the light. And it's like, they they're saying, so this quote again is hate to commit themselves to any positive statement. So don't try to pin them down. I think Mm. it's, it's not to say that Scorpio placements are negative, but it's almost like they're, there there's some sort of like tr- in a different Sagittarius it's different from Sagittarius in like a truth seeking way because it has so much of this intuitive energy involved but like I'm not going to say this very overly optimistic positive statement because that's not the truth all the time mm-hmm. and so you're not going to quote me on having said that you know yeah. where like it's just a different element of I of feel truth. like this is describing you and me Sierra yeah oh I agree yeah. I totally agree because I'm, I'm such the, uh, Sagittarius Mercury of, you know, trying to have that. And also Mercury in the 12th house of like, we're all connected and like, you know, yeah, um, like dreamy, dreamy, exactly. Dreamy and idealistic with the Sagittarius Pisces energy going Mm -hmm. on. And like, I will make that happy statement because even if it's not true right now, I will make it true because the life is good, you know? And then like, there is this, you know, okay, but like, I'm not going to say that as a blanket statement because that's not the truth all the time. And I don't want to have to feel happy all the time. I want to sit in what I'm feeling sometimes. And you're, mm. you're so right. I definitely, which is maybe leaning you towards that placidus. I don't know, maybe with that. Uh, I, I'm house. comfortable with both. <laughs> I like the whole conversation about housing systems. I'm comfortable with both of my charts. I'm fine with it. Um, yeah. I don't feel like if I relate to one chart it means the other one isn't totally valid you know like i agree both of them have their place in my life yeah well 
another like moving on to our next bullet point from astrology of cosmic science is that like we said before scorpio mercury extremely perceptive you know like they just it just happening it's not a choice they're taking in that information they're getting into it if it's um, they know others weaknesses so well, they know where to strike. That was the thing that I was talking about. Mm. Where like, they just know the weaknesses. It's like, they can see the weak point. And that doesn't like, I think that, you know, choosing when it's like picking your battles again with that, that's where you can see that Mars and Pluto energy too, where I feel mm. like Mars would be more, I'm picking my battle at every moment. And then Pluto's kind of like, I've got the plan. I'm like the Lord of the dead over here, you know, like very much um, knowing when to strike. Lord of the dead, that just hit me. (laughs) (laughs) It's Hades, you know? (laughs) Um, That's where when we interviewed our Mercury and Libra guest, Brie, the sign or the planet that ruled her Mercury, like really gave us that flavor because she was this Mercury and Libra, but she liked to get to the depth of who a person was because the ruler of her Mercury, Venus is in Scorpio. So mm. the same thing, when you're looking at your Mercury and Scorpio, look at where your Mars is and where your Pluto is. But for more personal matters, I would say, look at your Mars and see like if you actually have Mars in a totally different sign, maybe you don't relate to like the intensity of all that is this Mercury and Scorpio, you know? Or the opposite of like what you said with Brie, where she was yeah. a Mercury and Libra, but she had an intensity because of that yeah. ruling planet. Exactly. Yeah. So we also have the far-sighted and clear-sighted. So Ooh. yeah, I like that though, where, and often overcritical because of mm-hmm. that, because it's, I can see the distance and I can see it clearly. It's not just that I can see that's a hill all the way over there. It's like, I can see the leaves on the trees over there, you know? Mm. It's also really hard to change their mind once they've set their sights and they've been like, no, I've seen this. I know this to be true. It's like going to be kind of hard to change their minds about that fact or that opinion. Fixed. Yeah. I was going to say fix. It's a fixed sign. It's like, uh, again, like not to say fixed in a bad way. It's in a factual way. Like they've set their sights on something. What fixed signs are amazing for is that stay power Mm -hmm. and what they, you know, can have a weakness with is not not, uh, or being resistant to changing their opinion based on new information because they were gripping on so tightly to what they knew. So, you know, you, you, like me, my mutable self, I've got a hard time gripping onto it. Like, Mm. cause so much information's coming at me. I can like, I can be swaying. Whereas the fixed mercury, it's like, I know this to be true. Okay. I need to breathe for a minute. And like, let's take in some of the other information to see if I need to like extend the grip. To a different area mm. you know martha i um, saw you smiling there what's your thought i'm having conversations in my head where i'm like wow that would really suck to argue with mer- like a fixed mercury and then i was like oh martha you're calling yourself out <laughs> <laughs> of the three of us the fixed mercury of the group is like it would suck <laughs> but maybe it would suck because you're a fixed mercury exactly. so you know you wouldn't get anywhere with it Oh, yeah. I guess the other people are like, it's okay. I'll just change my opinion. And the fix just wins. (laughs) Also, okay. Gonna step in there as the mutable sign here. Like, I... I was going to say, like, I wouldn't like I'm not deterred with arguing or like discussing with a fixed mercury. That doesn't mean I'm going to give in and suddenly <laughs> that's my 
opinion now. That's but it's what more... you think. <laughs> um, no, that that's what you think, Miss Fixed Mercury over there. I I don't mind having conversation with Fixed Mercury's because it genuinely like it. It's like more information for my information pot of like all the like different like you know things going on. I'm like, wow, this person like because my kind of always goal is like to see how we can all get along better. And if I see someone who is so fixed in these thoughts, I'm like, wow, I need to take that into account that there are people in the world that think this way so strongly that like we need to understand that because you know like I, I take that as like a new information that I know. Whereas whatever you know like whatever my super strong political opinions are, it doesn't mean somebody who has the opposite political opinions of me, I'm going to suddenly agree with them. But I genuinely take that as good noted information that, well, this person's mind is never going to change on this. And so it's important for me to know there are people like that in the world, because then what do we do? You know, like, that's mm-hmm. how I approach it. I just had such a wild thought, like realization that since a Scorpio Mercury or even a fixed Mercury has such strong opinions on things. I feel like, well, I'm going to go back to the Scorpio Mercury. Actually, I feel like that's why they're so emotionally invested in certain things because it's like, no, I feel this so deeply. It's so true. That's why I'm so emotionally charged by this. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense. It's Scorpio and it's the feeling, it's the depths, it's the deepest part of the ocean. That's the type of water Scorpio is, you know? So- Mariana's Trench. <laughs> right? Is that the deepest part? I don't know, but the fixed Mercury seems to be pretty sure. So I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> The last two points uh, from Isabel Hickey, Cosmic Science, is that they need to watch their tendencies to pass judgment. And I feel like that deals a lot with what we just said, because feeling so sure about something and then excellent and secret service or police work. So, yeah, that investigative, like, heck, yes. Yeah, I enjoy that. And then. Also, um, my apologies to the previous Mercury signs because I just finally discovered the source, uh, the Alice Barkley cut source for Mercury's because we did that for um, all of our moon yes. signs and I loved getting her perspective. So I'm back with Alice Barkley cat. <laughs> Thank you, Alice Barkley cat for being you. This is her take on Scorpio Mercury and I'm quoting this entire thing. So not my words, they're hers. Secretive, passionate and exacting. One of the quickest Mercuries has a Scorpio placement. They are the type of Mercury that likes to sink their head into the pages of a manual and get things done. Nothing Mercury in Scorpio says or does is superfluous. Mm. They choose their friends and work with great intention. They don't do anything they don't care about. And when they care about something, they put their entire being into it. Mm. That is so So interesting. And I love, I love the thought of Mercury and Scorpio, nothing they do or say is superfluous in that. I think it can be right or, or it can be wrong because I think that sometimes Mercury and Scorpio doesn't realize that they're acting from a place of their subconscious. So often that Mercury Mm. and Scorpio, you know, Scorpio is this subliminal, it's a subconscious, it's the psyche. So you're acting from a place that you aren't consciously communicating with all of the time so they might not know what the intention is behind their actions or or what they want to do but all sometimes what all they know is that they they want to do it and that they're gonna do it but often it's coming from a place of seeking deeper understanding and not everyone is attuned with that desire within themselves yeah and it's like that's almost like the 
building on like the secretive thing we say, where it's almost Mm. like there's such a deep understanding, like how can I relate to that with other people? And if I can't, then I don't want to, I don't even want to go there, which comes across maybe as standoffish, maybe as secretive, Mm. maybe as like whatever that, you know, judgy. And it's just like, nobody else gets it. So I'm, (laughs) I'm not going to get into it. It's yeah, it can turn into that. It's funny because I think of like Taurus and Scorpio and how Taurus is known to be like the stoic sign or the quiet sign or like not quiet in that it's shy, but more just that it's like it's there and it doesn't feel the need to like show itself all the time and how Scorpio is very similar, but for very different reasons, Mm -hmm. because Taurus is so fine with just being present, whereas Scorpio is like living, reliving past memories in their head all the time or, you know, like they're in a way like escaping the present by just like exploring their psyche yeah i see martha lost in thought over here Mm. no well i have two thoughts that i'm thinking from like reading that thing i'm curious to know because the one scorpio mercury i know it does like really has no friends because they don't trust anyone they just have Mm. like their family so i'm curious if that's a trend with scorpio mercury And the other thing I was thinking about this person that I know with Scorpio Mercury is that actually the two people I know with Scorpio Mercury have really close circles. And Mm. then the other thing I'm thinking about is that actually the Scorpio Mercury I know is very tortured by the idea of like after death and Mm. like next lives and actually will not speak about it. And if it's brought up, like they won't sleep for like three days Mm, and it's like a big thing. Yeah. Mm. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, Scorpio Mercury's, I would say reach out, but I kind of don't feel like you necessarily will, but we're here. (laughs) But you're safe too. Yeah. Yeah. Like we always say like, reach out if this connects with you. But I, uh, what I meant to say in a Sagittarius sassy way that it came across is that like, we get it if (laughs) that's not something that you might reach out for because Mm. we're going over like, you know, this Scorpio Mercury and understanding that depth and that understanding but you do have two very heavy scorpio placements here that get it so and i'm (laughs) i'm enjoying going over this to help me get it more you know yeah i think we've never all three of us talked scorpio energy together right on the podcast no we we didn't do scorpio moon together no so that's kind of yeah it's cool to get into it with you guys it's always really fun, like diving into a certain placement and certain energies because you just learn so much. And I'm feeling about this episode, I'm learning so much and remembering that we all communicate so differently and your mm. being can just annoy someone. Like I'm thinking of the Scorpio <laughs> Mercury, I know. And now I'm like, no, they probably are so annoyed by the way I communicate as a Leo Mercury. Mm. because they're Scorpio Mercury and they're squared and they don't see and yeah, communicate like the same way the light and Scorpio is hiding under the cave yeah. yeah and it's just like such a good reminder like oh actually this person probably doesn't hate you they're just communicate differently and I don't know yeah. it's just like a life lesson to remember like oh this person communicates differently and this person's a little bit more timid or this person's more intense or this person's a little bit more too much. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, it's just like, I love astrology and remembering that everyone walks different paths in lives just to give mm. everyone a grace. Yeah. yeah. I think astrology pulls us out of the black and white of they like me, they hate me. And instead yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, they're uncomfortable with the way that I do things. It's not a personal thing. It's just that, you know, there's difficulty there. There's friction, there's tension. Mm-hmm. That was 
really cool when this past summer we had, I invited over everyone from like our terror group. So Mimi was there um, mm-hmm. and my parents like hosted everyone and like we cooked a big meal with obviously a big help from the tourist moon over there. And, um, <laughs> but my dad afterwards, he was just like listening to all these like very mystical conversations and, you know, he's the Capricorn, Capricorn Mercury. And I mean, he's, he's down for it, but he's just not super into all of it. And afterwards, like he said to me, he was like, that was so cool listening to you guys because you don't have this mentality of this person pissed me off. You have vocabulary for it where you're like, this person's a Scorpio Mercury. And so it was like, it was annoying, but I get where they're coming from because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it just gives like such a context. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it was so cool for my dad to like, br- I wasn't even talking about anything. Like he just brought it up. He's like, I really yeah. appreciated that. How you guys have a way of talking about things where, you know, it's, it takes the judgment away. Cause you have so much more understanding to it. And like mm-hmm. my dad being the Libra moon and like being the people person and like, you know, being almost like, I feel like Libra is very anthropological apology in that way of like, I want to understand like the way in which people function society and like, you know, culture and stuff like that. And so I really feel like it's such a cool tool and it's cool for us to notice it. And it's also cool when people are given that context where it like removes so much of the judgment and like adds so much of the understanding. Yeah. 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 Yes. Less judgment, more understanding. Mm. Yeah. It's really magic. It is. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go with the second part of this um, Alice yeah, Barker Cat quote, diving back into quoting her. I love this part. Um, Scorpio Mercury yeah. asks a lot of questions, but tends to keep the motive behind the questions hidden. When they do share, they try to strengthen a feeling of intimacy by making sure you know they're, te- they're telling you something they don't usually tell others. Mimi's hiding right now. Um, yeah. but, but Scorp- <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I feel called out. <laughs> But Scorpio Mercury's charisma isn't like the easiness of Mercury in an air sign. Like the tidal wave, Scorpio Mercury's charisma is abrupt, sometimes almost heavy handed. And you know, when this placement tries to pull you in one direction or another, that's so funny, Mimi, because I'm just thinking of like, we'll be chatting and you're like, so I have a question, blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like, I know. Yeah. And it's great. Like I appreciate (laughs) it, but it is so Scorpio Mercury-esque. I know. Well, I'm thinking about how, like, if it were, if I had Mercury in the eighth house, in the eighth house, which I do in Placidus, but not in Aries, maybe I could be a little bit fucking softer, but because (laughs) I've got this Aries Mercury that's in the eighth house, it's like, yeah, my question is going to be intense and you're going to feel on the spot. You're going to have to answer it. And I'm thinking specifically, because I don't think I do that all the time. Although my clients will definitely say that like, I can sometimes be very direct in the questions that I ask, but it's only because I'm trying to get the work done. But like that same weekend that we were all the tarot group together, um, shout out to Stefan, you know, you guys were chatting and I would mostly be listening. And then just in one moment, I would be like, um, and why do you think that this person feels that way about you? Because blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Stefan actually sort of taught me that weekend, like asking those questions can be helpful because it, makes people face their own selves and face their own, you know, judgments or experiences and stuff like that. Um, so that I just like that quote, I can't believe how, yeah, I feel like I ask a lot of questions and I tend to try and keep the motive behind the questions hidden. Cause I'm like, I don't know that I have any ulterior, like personal motives, more just like, I want to get to Hopefully. the bottom of it. And I'd love to see you get to the bottom of it too. 
Yeah, almost like keeping the depth hidden, trying to keep the depth mm. of it. Like, not that you're afraid of the depth, but you understand that the depth can be scary. Yeah. So it's trying to <laughs> yeah. like, but I agree with Stefan because Stefan and I, it's like, he's a fellow Gemini uh, rising. And so with, you know, just like me he's and Martha. Triple air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's triple air. And like when me and him are chatting, like it's just like, blah, 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 blah. and like we can get deep, but at the same time, we just can't stop ourselves from just continuing no matter what. And so the fact that <laughs> That you can like tidal wave it out and like pause it with a deep question that forces mm-hmm. a pause and reflection, I think is great for us placements who we could just like, I could smooth over whatever topic we're talking about and just keep going. And it's nice to have a forced pause every once in a while because mm. we don't get that so much because it's, I like yeah. that. I want to yeah. have a business card that just says Mimi Folco, a forced pause. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and you could have a play on words with your pups and have pause on it oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I thought Mimi was gonna go for that and Martha was gonna be like no and Martha's the one who's on board with me and Mimi's like no (laughs) no oh my god well I feel like because the three of us haven't actually talked Scorpio energy before this episode is like getting away from us in the best way longer yeah but let's quickly go over what it might feel like Libra with Scorpio 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 Sagittarius Scorpio and again remember if you haven't listened to our other Mercury episodes totally suggest it because even if it doesn't relate to you specifically like everybody can find meaning in it and just to learn to understand the people around you just like Martha was saying with her person you know I was Um, thinking we definitely could introduce the next few. Like I realized we hadn't been doing this like Scorpio and Aries or the first or not Scorpio Mars and Aries or the first house, like Mercury Mm -hmm. and Scorpio or the eighth house, because those energies do translate, right? Like the houses and the Zodiac signs do have like a a compatibility to each other. Yes. So we should be saying that future us. Love that for future us. Love that for future us. <laughs> but if you haven't listened to the other Mercury episodes, we totally suggest doing it. And also a reminder that because of the position of Mercury, it can only ever be in the same as your sun sign, the one before it or the one after mm-hmm. it. So again, those options are you're a Scorpio with a Scorpio Mercury, a Libra with a Scorpio Mercury, or a Sagittarius with a Scorpio Mercury. And why is that? It's because of how, like, like, I mean, are you asking me? Like, are you trying to, (laughs) I was really, I was really hoping someone would be like, because the sun and Mercury are bestie. (laughs) I thought you were like quizzing us. I I know. um... (laughs) Throwback to previous Martha quote, because the sun and Mercury are besties. You're right. I forgot. So true. So true. I was trying to do like a stars made me do it moment, but. Mm. but we weren't there (laughs) which is indicative of a true stars made me do it (laughs) moment (laughs) so Libra Scorpio Mercury this is a fascination that I think I definitely have I know Sierra you have fascinated by this and I think now we can dive into it a little bit more because now we've gone through Libra and we've gone through Scorpio Martha what's your thought my person is a Libra with Scorpio Mercury Mm. yeah I realized that I know someone with that too. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it makes so much more sense why they're so analytical and smart and not that Libras aren't smart, but like just like driven in life. Oh, Libras. Yeah. They're clever. And then add in that Scorpio perceptive, intuitive intelligence, like damn. 
Yeah. And the Libra does not dampen the like Scorpio sting when it needs to come out. <laughs> just, That's, yeah. that was just clarifying that. <laughs> no, but that was kind of my fascination because Libra, like by general like description are people pleasers, mm. you know, like that's just like, and that is a beautiful thing. And that is also something that like, you know, they work through like so that they can please them, you know, have their own voice come out too. But thinking of like this people pleasing, I don't want to ruffle feathers Libra yeah. with fucking Scorpio Mercury sting. Like that's mm. just a fascinating combo to me. And I love that we have like, you know, gone a little deeper with it and understood like first of all like you said it doesn't dampen it but also it's this very clever charismatic Mm. with this means of standing up in the moment when they need it and it stings more because you don't expect it from a libra yeah and the cardinal in the fixed i think makes them really good in the workplace because that fixed mercury really wants to focus on the thing they're learning and that libra wants them to like be pleasing to the people they're working for and it's cardinal so they're driven i just see them as like really successful in the workplace Mm. i like that i also feel like it could come across like i feel like that's a best case scenario and i feel like if you are one of these signs listening to this and you're like i wish you know like i think that it could also come across as like you wanting that camaraderie of of libra And then having a harshness of Scorpio and like working on blending that. And it's not without dampening the Scorpio, but like, again, that choosing the moment and choosing the way, like using the Libra superpower of, I know how to chameleon to the people around me with the Scorpio superpower of that intuitive and like perfect timing of the exact right thing to say based on all the information you've collected. So I feel like it totally has that power to do that, but I could also see it being like, I'm saying intense things and it's freaking out my Libra parts of me. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think like all good things come with hard work and I feel like the best, yeah, yeah. And like the best case scenario only comes from working through that. Like, Oh, I'm saying things that make me feel uncomfortable or I'm not saying things and it's making me uncomfortable because I'm out of balance in that way. So yeah, I think that's a really interesting placement. Maybe I love Hillary Duff <laughs> as a Libra with Scorpio Mercury, because I think Hillary Duff is a perfect Libra, the Lizzie McGuire, in case anybody doesn't know, um, which if you don't, <laughs> where have you been? Uh, but Hillary Duff as a Libra, 100%, 100%. And, you know, she's one of the very few child stars that literally made it out without huge drama or a huge, like, Uh, I don't know, like public trauma and she seems pretty well-rounded. So I love that she was able to like experience the intensity that she did, especially in early childhood, which Mercury does rule. Um, But she was able to handle it because she's got that Libra like understanding of all sides. And also I feel like she has this understanding of what her needs were. I don't know. And I feel like she put herself first in a lot of scenarios, but I love Hilary Duff as a Libra with Scorpio Mercury. And then Scorpio with Scorpio Mercury, we've got Whoopi Goldberg. I fucking I know love you love Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg. And also like shout out to Tara here too because me mm-hmm. and Tara used to watch and also fun that me and Tara as a unit are triple Scorpio that I need to dive into again. But like when we would watch we would rent the movie Ghost every summer and we would watch it like 
multiple times and my dad was like can we fucking buy this movie i mean not in those words to children us but like we need to buy this movie because you guys just rent it and we like the whoopi goldberg in ghost is the ideal whoopi goldberg as scorpio scorpio yeah and i also want to preface like whoopi goldberg is hella problematic right now but like the whoopi goldberg from childhood was an icon and so yes separating separating those two there we go like, cause Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost, not only is she the fucking psychic, you know, <laughs> which I just love that, like intuitive Scorpio, Scorpio. So just a great, like, not that you can't be an actor without that, you know, without those places, placements to play that role. But the fact that she is a Scorpio, Scorpio, and just the way that like the best line from that, that like, we'll still quote to this day is when she's like, all right, I'm out of here on the count of three, one, two, three. Like there was no like lead up to it. It was just like, you can, anybody else who got that script, do you know what I mean? Could have done that completely differently. But I love the fact that a Scorpio Scorpio was like, I'm not fucking around. I'm tired of this situation. I am done. I'm out of here on the count of three, one, two, three, bye. Like that's just (laughs) so beautifully. Like the stinger was there and I love it. I love (laughs) it. I love, I love ghost whoopee. There we go. Yeah. So Scorpio was Scorpio Mercury. I feel like it's sort of a, what is it? What am I trying to think of? Not controversy. It's a, not hypocrite. Like what is it? It goes against itself. Mm. Like it's not hiding that it's Scorpio, but it's not revealing the underside of what that Scorpio means. Okay. I get what you're trying to say. And I cannot think of the like perfect word, but yeah, it's like, it's almost competing with itself in that way where Mm. it's like, I am a Scorpio Scorpio. So I'm being really direct in my Scorpioness, but wait, I don't want to be direct in my Scorpio. But it's indirect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And then Sagittarius with Scorpio Mercury. I had a conversation with an astrologer recently about the Scorpio movement into Sagittarius and how Scorpio is all about that underbelly and like hiding and reserving itself and it's seeking truth in its own way whereas then moving into Sagittarius it's literally about enlightenment and like Mm. taking moving the curtain and letting light in and seeking the truth and and more preaching the truth communicating the truth I I am also like thinking about it I just was so focused on that Libra Scorpio I literally (laughs) forgot going into this episode that there's like that the next sign is Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, that combo. Like I was so focused on the Libra Scorpio that combo. That combination of like, I think it's a great, like it's a different type of investigative, like, you know, combo because Sagittarius is truth seeking in all ways, but like it is, I like you said it perfectly with that underbelly versus like the kind of like more broader scope. I Mm. think it's a really beautiful combination of, or almost like bringing it down a little bit because I think that Sagittarius obviously can get carried away with itself and like more and more (laughs) and more and more. And Mm -hmm. I like that that Scorpio was like, okay, but like, let's get the meaning beneath it. You know, like Mm -hmm. let's dive a little bit deeper. And like, I want to investigate, like not just know the truth. I want to know the reasons behind the truth. There's like another layer behind the truth. Like it's not And again, that Sagittarius energy is not talking facts. It's talking truth. And there's like often the same, you know, but there's the, the seeking of like also personal truth, but then Mm -hmm. you have that Scorpio element of like, I want the, like, I want the dirt, (laughs) you know, 
<laughs> that really deep stuff. Yeah. And the personal truth. I love what you said about facts versus truth, because sometimes feeling, you know, feeling is truth, right? It's mm-hmm. your personal mm-hmm. truth. It's what, yeah. And so speaking the truth on how you're feeling, I wonder if um, a Sagittarius with Scorpio Mercury would be comfortable to share what they're feeling because a Scorpio with Scorpio Mercury, they're less likely to share their inner monologue where Sagittarius with Scorpio Mercury wants their inner monologue to be seen by, you know, by the masses or by the many. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so true. Like I think a Scorpio Scorpio would be like very sure in themselves mm. and their feelings and thoughts on everything. Whereas I think a Sagittarius might question it a little bit more because of that mutability yeah. and because of, you know, wanting to, I, I don't know, like wanting to share the truth, but at the same time, like, what is the truth Be- yeah. with that Scorpio Mercury being like, we need to dive deep into it. I don't know. I well, think like my looking at the celebrity for it. Yeah. Sag, sag. I know. I'm I like, my the- Sag over here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the celebrities for it because Hillary Duff being the Libra with Scorpio Mercury and Miley Cyrus being a Sag with Scorpio Mercury. Love it's almost that. like maybe Hillary Duff did go through some intense shit, but because she's Libra, she smoothed it over. Whereas Miley Cyrus, Ugh. she was like, I went through some intense shit and I got to yell my truth about it. Oh my God. That's so freaking true. Right. That's so true. Like she made her truth be about the intensity or she made her, you know, she, drove her career with mental health and like, you know, connecting with your psyche and and not hiding from it. Yeah. Yeah. And as opposed to like, it's so true. And it's interesting too, because Libra and Sagittarius are sextile and it's like, Mm -hmm. they vibe super well, but a Libra would probably be like, dude, like you don't have to scream it from the rooftops. Mm -hmm. And then a Sagittarius to a Libra is like, you're pretending that your life yeah. wasn't shitty. And like, <laughs> do you, you need to like share this in order to help get through it, you know? <laughs> so Sarah's writing a script as we record. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, it's Hillary so Duff interesting. and Miley Cyrus meet in a room <laughs> <laughs> coming to you winter 2023. But how cool would that be too? Because they're both Scorpio Mercury. Yeah. You know, like they would totally be able to vibe that, that like depth and understanding of the perspective they were both coming from. And I also feel like be super respectful of the other one Mm -hmm. in like, uh, because it's a personal truth type of thing, you know? Yeah. I do think it's interesting. Like Hillary Duff and Miley Cyrus, I really like, would like to be in a room with them. Like I would be down to chat with them because I feel like they have a really good way of relaying the information or like communicating from a place of understanding without it being about, I don't know, being about the depth that they experienced. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it would be a cool, a cool conversation to have. Um, Hillary Duff and Miley Cyrus, are you listening? Because (laughs) we know your (laughs) listeners just come out and say it. (laughs) We'd love to have you and hear what you have to say. We think you'd be great to chat with. Yeah. Well, this has been really fascinating. I'm excited to interview our Scorpio Mercury guest, which I know. is coming up. I'm excited. And I'm also glad that we all got to talk Scorpio, Scorpio Mercury or just Scorpio energy, especially with my yeah. two Scorpio people. Yeah. Martha, you want to say a little something so we know you're still here? <laughs> Scorpius unite. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Hey guys, we're here with my cousin, Ailey. This is Martha talking and we have Mimi and I interviewing. Yeah. Hello. So I'm super excited. So Ailey, oh, wait, I didn't even like bring up my questions or anything. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm just jumping into things. Um, I'm just like overexcited. Ailey, I'm curious what your thoughts and feelings are on astrology. Um, I'm very open to it. I haven't like really gone into it that much. I've, you know, done the typical, like, look at your like future for the week type thing. Mm, like a horoscope. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, I do think it's super cool. And um, sometimes I find coincidences and like, oh, you're uh prediction for this week and then it might match up to something like that actually happened so yeah I do believe in it okay do you know your top three my top three no okay Martha (laughs) do you know her top three do you mind sharing your birth information yeah okay cool I'm gonna pull it up right now 10 15 a.m on Halloween which is so cool (gasps) yeah I I actually had a great great grandfather who was born on halloween and died on halloween whoa wait what what on what family um like your dad's dad's side side. yeah my great great grandfather wouldn't that also be your great great grandfather martha no because our parents are twins that's how we're related and it's her mom and my dad oh okay gotcha gotcha Okay, so Ailey's top three is Sagittarius rising, mm. Scorpio sun, and moon in Cancer. Ooh, Cancer, Sag, Scorpio. Interesting. That is very interesting. So I like that Scorpio, Sag mix because Scorpio has like an intensity to it. And then Sagittarius has that lightness, like brevity and or levity rather, and like optimism to it. Mm-hmm. I want to ask, because we're looking at Mercury, uh, which Mercury is how we process information. It's how we receive information. And it's just how we like generally communicate. And uh, it's also sort of it like rules books and reading. So I was wondering if you like to read, what kind of books do you enjoy? Oh, I love to read. Okay. Uh, I actually did my undergrad in uh, English. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I did a lot of reading for that. And then um, outside of school, I like have loved books from the time I'm little. I was mm-hmm. little and I really like the the TikTok books, you know, Colleen Hoover and Martha oh. even suggested one this summer. I think every summer after, or what was it mm. called? Yeah. Every summer after and, and uh, seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I also yes. lent to Ailey. We were like, we were yeah. book friends this summer for sure. That's yes. awesome. Speaking of Colleen Hoover, literally today I finished a book of hers. So yeah. Oh, wait, you should say the book. You should say the book. I read Verity by Colleen Hoover. Have you read that, Ailey? I love that book. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So intense. Very Scorpio. So you, okay. So go on. You enjoy reading. Yeah. I like to basically read anything. Um, when I was younger, I was super into like the dystopian books, you know, um, Mm. the hunger games and, uh, what was that other one called divergent? 
Hmm. And Percy Jackson, you know, all those like dystopian type books. And then that's kind of like evolved to the more like TikTok books now, you know, the ones that are <laughs> trending online. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to read it. See what all the hype's about. Yeah. I gotta love book talk. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're like showing your age being younger than me because I've never been seen any books on TikTok because I don't have TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I think having TikTok or not having it is no longer like an age thing. It's just a choice that you've made for yourself. Yeah, yeah. true. You're right. A lot of time wasted on that app. Uh, yeah, that's the problem with it. But then all the apps are becoming TikTok. So true. Okay. So next question for you is how intentional are you with your words? So when you're talking to people, do you think about what you're going to say before you say it? Yes. I think when I was younger, I wasn't as intentional, but as I've grown older and I think the more experiences I've had, I'm more intentional about what I say. Mm. Yeah. As your family member, I feel like as a child, we all <laughs> laughed because you would kind of say whatever thing you wanted to say all the time. And everyone yeah. was, it's like the a family joke, like, oh yeah, Ailey will say the thing, but I don't feel like you're like that at all now. Yeah. I think it really depends on my audience. And like, I'm like, if I can like, if I know the people I'm talking to really well, I'm more apt to see what's on my mind. But mm. if I'm not super close with them, I'm really closed off about what I say yeah so you sort of protect what you want to say depending on if you feel comfortable or not yes yeah so you know that uh like some where was it It was like a tiktok or something it's like me around people I don't know and it's like someone sitting in the corner super quiet and then it's like me around uh people like I'm close with and you're like super outgoing and like you'll say whatever Mm-hmm. accurate yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's accurate. A, yeah that's sort of the difference between your sun and your moon so if you wanted to like break it down astrologically like that moon sign when you're around people that you're really comfortable with you're going to be very cancerian whereas when you're around people that you feel like you're putting the mask on or just feel like you want to be um like agreeable for everybody that's when you show up as like the Sagittarius rising I'd say yeah mm-hmm. for sure would you say that you're a good secret keeper, like keeping your own secrets or keeping others? Uh oh. <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> the face. I'm gonna be made. completely honest. I'm not a good secret keeper. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. It's just like as soon as I get any little bit of information, and like I just want everyone to know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you want other people to know that you're in the know? Like maybe, but I also just like want to discuss it. Like I want someone to talk. <laughs> like get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Oh, there. Yes. Okay. But if it was like a life or death secret, if Aaron, this is our other cousin, shout out Aaron, who is Ailey's best friend. If Aaron came to you tomorrow and was like, I murdered someone, would you tell? <laughs> absolutely not yeah like I feel like you would be a lock trap for Aaron but if it was like someone else in the family told you something you'd be like okay I'm gonna let everyone in our entire huge family know yeah I guess that kind of goes back to like the people who are like the most important to me like I will Mm. keep their secrets and like not tell anyone but if you're not super not saying that like 
everyone's not super important to me, but you know, if it's a rumor or like whatever, like I'm more apt to tell someone. Hmm. That's interesting. So it's about like who you're keeping, who's closest to you, like who's in your yeah. most inner circle of trust. Yeah. So I guess that leans right into our next question of, do you keep your circle very small? Like your close friends, very small. Yes. I am a, like, I have four friends, but even like, even within those four friends, like I have like two of those friends that know me super well. And then like Mm -hmm. the other two, you know, like they're, they don't know me as well as those two friends. And then like, there's everyone else. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it's funny because you're very well is Aaron your like number one best friend our cousin yeah. yeah yeah like they've been best friends since we were literally born like I always remember them being best friends that's so interesting because I think of the Sagittarius as like really friendly though like do you feel like people often are drawn to you like they want to be your friends but and you can keep them at an arm's length Yeah. Like I find, like I make friends easily, but those friends are just like, they're very surface level. Like it takes a lot for me to like trust a friend and like actually bring them into my inner circle. Mm -hmm. So I'd have, like, I'd say I have like a lot of acquaintances Mm, and not a lot of those acquaintances make it into like my actual friendship circle. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like story of Bailey's. Do you make yes. it known to the people that like, they are not your number one besties? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Story of Ailey's life is like, oh my God, I was friends with this person, but I don't like them. Like <laughs> 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 oh. Ailey has a bunch of friends and she's like, but really I hate all of them. I just have like yeah. two friends. I actually like. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And Aaron, you're one of them. <laughs> yeah, I hope Aaron listens to this. Wow. I hope so. Would you consider yourself to be a really intuitive person or be able to like predict either events before they happen or like know what somebody is about to say? Um not uh kind of. Okay. I think That's it kind of depends on like where I am. Like if I'm in a good mental state, I'm able to, but if not, like sometimes it just goes right over my head. Mm. interesting like when you get really like when you're hanging out with Erin do you feel like you're able to complete her thoughts or complete her sentences yeah a lot of the time we are and I think yeah we because I always think I think of like Mercury and Scorpio as as a very telepathic placement because Mm -hmm. especially when you're in a place that you like have fully absorbed who the other person is and you feel really comfortable and safe with that person that you can sort of read their mind or like communicate through energy rather than needing words you know yeah or I have another example too that might resonate with you Ailey when you're on the boat with like so Ailey goes is lobster fishing in the Mm -hmm. lobster season when you're on the boat with like Edward which is our other cousin or whoever else is on the boat if you can you feel when someone's like mad or like off in the day without them saying it oh for sure <clears throat> yeah like I could tell you when Edward was like pissed off and like without sometimes depending on my yell. mood I might try to feed into that and make him more pissed <laughs> off <laughs> or I step back and I'm like okay no not today 
Oh, interesting. So you can like tap into sort of the subliminal emotions that people are feeling at the moment. Yeah. Do you feel like that's blurringly obvious to you, but like have to like, I guess I think, cause sometimes I feel that that way too. And I'm like, how did you not notice this person is obviously feeling X, Y, and Z, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I want to answer that for you. Cause I feel like this conversation for Ailey, she's just like, what are you asking me? This is literally just normal shit. But so <laughs> many people walk into a room and don't get those messages. Mm. They're just like, okay, why are you being an asshole to me? Where Ailey, you're probably like, okay, Edward's in a bad mood. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to either be an asshole to him. Cause I'm his mm-hmm. sister <laughs> or, yeah. okay, I'm going to take it back a little bit. Cause I know this is, we got to get through the day. And, um, it's kind of interesting too. Cause like my job, I'm a teacher. Mm. Um, so like instantly when I walk into a room, I'm like, okay, you know what? Like today's going to be a good day. Like the vibes are good. Like everyone's happy, you know, or like you walk into the class and you're like, it's complete chaos. Like he's angry. She's mad. This is not happening today. Mm. Mm. Can you protect yourself against the other people's emotions? Or do you feel like you kind of absorb it? No, I can protect myself from it. Good. Yeah. It's a, a Scorpio wall. She's like, don't got time. Yeah. For <laughs> and even cancer, like, cause the cancer moon, I feel like could really just dive into what everybody is feeling and take it on as their own. But yeah, it's good that you have that like sense of protection. Yeah. Okay. This has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I'm curious, do you find a big importance on familial, like passing things down in the family? I'm talking about your cancer moon here and not even your Scorpio Mercury, but anyways, do you think like passing things like, um, traditions, like the things your parents have taught you? Mm -hmm. Yes. I am big on that. And like things Nana Chisholm taught you. Yes. And like yeah gra- I am like um, Brenda it's like different like saying she would say like even if she's like oh whoever's like for you doesn't go by you like that's something that Nana used to say to mom and then mom says to me and then something like I'll say to my friends and I'm like mm. oh well whoever's for you doesn't go by you or like in like tangible items like rings and you know jewelry and stuff like that I love like family mm. heirlooms like Mm. love passing those down, like from like a generation to a generation. Mm. Yeah. I would be curious to know what your house looks like. Like, do you like to put up like decorations that like your mom or like your grandmothers would do? Mm. I think so. Yeah. Like I, I, whenever I'm older, like I've always said, like I've wanted to have this picture wall at the top of my stairs with a picture of like every single relative I have. And like wow. have like a huge wall full of my relatives and then people who come over, I'm like, all oh, right, like this is my family wall. What do you want to know about them? Oh and gosh. like, then like be able to point to like all my relatives. Okay. This is kind of a combo question of like the Mercury Scorpio and the Cancer Moon is, are you really into, we have a huge family tree that everyone in our family knows about. Are you really into learning the history of each person in the family tree? like their whole history? Uh, Not super. I like to have an idea of who they are. So like when people are talking about them, I know who they're talking about, but I'm not like super into genealogy. Like Mm. the story of them. Okay. Interesting. Sorry. I went off the rails there. 
No, no. It's so nice to see how all of those pieces fit together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause it's a, we talk with this in literally every episode, it's not just the one placement, it's all of them working together. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you tend to ask people a lot of questions about themselves or, um, or their lives? Actually, this is really interesting. Cause I was thinking about this the other day. I love asking people, like if you come up to me and you want to have a conversation, I will ask you so many questions about yourself. And like, I just want to like learn everything I can about you. But as soon as someone asks me a question of myself, like I don't like to elaborate on anything. Like I'll give you like, you know, like what you need, but like, I don't like to answer questions about myself. Literally perfect answer. (laughs) Yeah. So glad you decided to come on to this interview episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Martha, can you look real quick where her Mars is? Cause that rules yeah. for Mercury. It's also just, while I'm looking this up, it's really funny because obviously Ailey and I have known each other since I like, she was born cause she's younger than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's true. I feel like I honestly learned things about you in this interview that I didn't even know because what I know is like what your family says about you and our like little conversations we have, we have 19 cousins. So like, we're not always having one-on-one conversations with each other. So it's true. You're, you do keep, it's in Libra, Hermes. You do keep things close to the chest. Mm, Yeah. Interesting. Conjunct her North node. That's really interesting. Just thinking about how our Mercury and Libra person, the ruler of her Mercury was in Scorpio and now we have a Mercury and Scorpio person whose ruling planet is in Libra. Do you feel like you have like a desire to keep the peace? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to rock the boat. Okay. Yeah. I also want to know absolutely every detail about everyone's personal life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I get like really nervous, like about making people angry or like upset Mm. And so like, I hate to do that. Like when I ask my questions, it's out of like a good place or like a mm. curious place, but it's never to like hurt someone's it's feelings. Innocent. Yeah. Well, with that, if you're to have a conversation with someone with a different opinion than you, mm-hmm. what does that conversation look like? I honestly, like if someone has a different opinion, I'll listen to it and they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Like I, j- and I'm like, okay, well, like, I might say what I think, like depending on the situation, but otherwise I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Are you quick to change your mind? No, I don't think so. (laughs) No, (laughs) that's cool. So you hear someone out and then mentally you're just like, good for you. Glad that's yeah, basically cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so accurate. And then I have to ask for Sierra. Um, because of the theory with the same sun and mercury, would you say you're an extrovert or an introvert? Oh, this is so hard. Well, give us examples of like when you feel extroverted and when you feel introverted. I like, I'm definitely extroverted around my friends and like, I love being social and like having a social life. Um, Mm -hmm. but then I'm like big on like, okay, I'm out for like, I don't know, let's just say I'm being social, like all morning and afternoon. Like when I come home, I like, I'm shut down. I'm like, I like my time Mm. alone, like to like process, like I, I love my own presence. Yeah. 
So when you think about, oh, I really need to recharge. Do you think about reaching out and hanging out with your friends or do you think about just having alone time? No, I like being alone. That's what I would sort of classify as like, if you need to recharge alone, I think of that as more introverted. Yeah. I feel drained. Like after, like, I love hanging out with people and being social, but then like at the end of the day, I love to go home and be by myself and do my own routine. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good. I was alone. Like I did my own thing. I feel like now I can go back out and like see people and do whatever. Right. Interesting. Okay. So this is not one of the questions, but I have to ask it because we're talking to a Scorpio Mercury. So what is something that people don't know about you? There's like so many. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She's like, I hide it all. Something people don't know about me. Oh, I know it. I, I, I know. I know it. Something people don't know about me. is like, I journal like my whole life. I want to see those. <laughs> Are yeah, you really actually, private about your journals? Yeah. Like this is it. And I have over like a hundred entries of just like the last couple of years. Wow. Yeah. So like I, I write about everything like in my journal. Do you lock it away? No, it's on my table. Oh, wow. Do you ever yeah. think anybody could like read it or is going to try and read it? Um, if I live with my sisters, yeah, I'd probably like hide it somewhere. But since I live at home like with my parents, I'm like, oh, they're not going to look at it, whatever. But mm-hmm. then I also have like this mentality around it. I'm like, well, if you go and look at it, like serves you right. You just read my journal. Like, I don't know. I guess you have like an inside <laughs> view of my mind right now. I like how you say serves you right. Like you're talking shit in your journal. Yeah, literally. (laughs) She probably is. Yeah, there there is a little bit in there. Good. You got a vent. I was going to ask if you have like a mean streak in you. Like, do you ever say the thing out loud that, you know, you probably shouldn't say out loud or do you reserve that just for your journal? No. Yeah. I, 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 I do say it out loud sometimes. Oh, okay. And then I like regret it. I'm like, oh shoot, I shouldn't have said that. And then I like try to explain to myself. I'm like, but, 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 but like, this is what I actually like, no, like this is what I kind of mean. Mm. You know, it's interesting because in the family, you'll say what you want to say, like to your siblings. And it's funny, but do you say the thing you want to say in like public with people who you don't know super well? No, definitely not. Yeah. Mm. I feel like that Sagittarius rising wind, but like right. I, I have a different view of that Scorpio energy because we're a freaking mm-hmm. Scorpio family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Martha, when you hung out with your family all summer and you were like, so I just realized that almost absolutely everybody on my dad's side of the family has Scorpio placements. Oh yeah. yeah. Like there's so many of us, like one third or one quarter of us. Yeah. All- we're so Scorpionic. Our grandmother was Scorpio and Ailey. I know you're still learning about astrology, but we talked a little bit about the moon in this episode with you and your mother and my dad, the twins are Scorpio moons. So it's really funny because we have Scorpio moon, like parents, I'm a Scorpio moon. You're a Scorpio. All of our freaking cousins have Scorpio placements. Like it's just a Scorpio family. And actually going into that, it's funny because when I think of your guys' home, like your, where your parents live, in the woods basically like it's not in the city I can't even think about what happens in your guys's house it's so like Scorpio energy where it's like 
it's so private. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's so private what you guys do in your own home. It is very private. Yeah. And I, my parents, I don't know. Yeah. We are very private, but people come over. Like I've been to this house lots of times, but I just feel like so often it's like, you guys are all just like recharging there. Yeah. I don't know how to explain plugging in. Yeah. But I guess like, that's what living in the country does for you. It's recharge time, but I don't know. I just think it's so scorpionic. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, question about likes. Do you, what's your thought on like true crime, like TV podcasts? I, I listened to um, a true crime podcast. It's what is it called? Crime junkie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. And, um, like I do like true crime documentaries, but I don't like horror like movies or like actually real life things that could actually scare me. Mm. Yeah. So like, I like things that I can learn like at the facts about it and whatever, but as soon as they like turn it into a TV show or, you know, a movie or something, I'm like, I'm out. Mm. Are you scared alone at night walking from your TV room up to your bedroom? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would say yes. <laughs> no, not really. What if you lived alone? No. 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 Like, I mean, I'll lock my doors and stuff, but I never think it's going to happen. I'm that person. I never think it's going to happen to me. Okay. You're not a scary cat. She's Sagittarius rising. She's lucky. Not that, (laughs) not that not getting murdered means you're a lucky person. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) do you have any last questions, Martha? I don't think so. This is fun. I feel like I have, I have like a totally different understanding of Aileen now that I've seen her birth chart. Mm. It's fun. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Now I'm more intrigued. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got to look at your whole chart now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We got to, well, yeah, you got to start from the beginning of the episodes and learn all about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Martha, why did we talk about Mercury and Scorpio today? Because the stars made me do it. (laughs) 